0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks.
1: I think Reggie Drago might have one of the worst sets I've ever seen on the legendary Pokemon. Worst move sets, I mean. It has Bite as its only fast move. Oh. Outrage,
2: Dragon Pulse, Hyper Beam. That's it? That's it. Yeah, not having a dragon fast move is uh, an inspired choice. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's it. That that's the segment. That's gear up. There's nothing else to say.
2: You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Cozy up in the dark with the Dark Flames event. Alert your local jeweler, Mega Sableye is coming soon. Two new Megas in one month? What in Mega
1: Tyranitar Nation? From Elite to 5-star, these Reggies are coming to a raid near
2: you. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode 241. It's June 27th, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. How's it going this week? Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. All right. That's that's <laughs> a passing great, you know? They say that D's get degrees and okay's get us to not ask any more prying questions. That's always good. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I'm also doing okay this week. I'm a little I, I'm a little bit more than okay. I got naic coming up this week and i'm very excited to go if anybody here listening this episode should be up if you're also at naic uh hit me up on twitter or you'll probably see me walking around with uh go cast stuff on so just come up and say hi if you want um that'll be that'll be cool excited excited to see some exciting battles in real life uh all right so mr kyle uh Mm -hmm. let's let's get started here and and you know getting started means that we should probably say thank you to a brand new patron of ours and i love this name hyenas are good thank you so so much uh for that yeah hyenas are good i'm told that i'm told that you know what uh, other animal also gets a bad rap possums yep they do i love possums they're great cute little cute little things um cool so thank you very much hyenas are good we appreciate you and your support more about patreon and patronage at the end of the show if you're interested in that sort of stuff okay so let's talk about our goals from last week and see how we did i'm hoping that this week neither of us have a zero again because us both having zeros last week was really just a depressing situation kind of across the board
1: can so, confirm i don't have
2: a zero. Oh, good 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 good. all right so you wanted to finish the cosmog research both of them no oh not, neither of them neither of them i'm on
1: step four for one of them yeah um but the step four requires catching 50 psychic types yes yeah you, you kind of missed out on a good and, and window and during I, the event i missed out on that window Yeah. i missed out on that window because step three required 15 research tasks and i'm like I don't do research tasks even when the <laughs> rewards matter.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it was just like what hard for you to get back into the the swing of caring about field research tasks? Yeah, no, I just okay. I didn't do it until I had a
1: chance to today. And then the other earn- one is earn ten candy with your buddy, and I have refused to switch to a, like a Pidgey or Rattata on principle. So I'm at oh, two yeah, out of 10 on that
2: one. I, I switched to to Jet my Pidgeot right away, and we knocked yeah, those. Uh, it's it's out. on principle at this point.
1: I should have done it immediately and I didn't. So therefore, now that I've already walked 10 kilometers, it's <laughs> it's the principle of the matter.
2: It's <laughs> now that you've forgotten, it's it's a feature, not a bug, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. of course. Oh, oh yikes. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Choice, oh course. man. <laughs> Woo! All right. Anyway, uh, night collection challenge. Did you finish the collection challenge for I, night? I did time? do
1: that. I got oh, I got good. the collection challenge, thankfully. That's I'm good only, to you
2: know, twenty-two
1: off of a perfect badge right now. Twenty-two. I don't actually know what a perfect badge is right now. Obviously, I not can counting. tell you. Well, yeah, but you have the double count from Hoenn Tour, so that's kind of
2: cheating. But yes. I, I, yes, and I'm very aware and and for the record, proud of the fact that it would be considered cheating. I'll have, you know, but 103 is what I'm sitting at right now. That would be then 29 away. I have 70. 29. Oh, wait, no, I have 75. So 28 away. But if you want to take out, I mean, what was it? Four, four of them. Yeah, probably? four of them. So 99. 29. Yeah yeah so 20 24 away (laughs) yeah so you know i'm i'm starting to realize that this year the location based go fests are going to have collection challenges and i'm going to be missing out on the on the osaka and london ones
1: yeah but i mean you already missed out on the one in germany last year
2: as well so was
1: there a collection challenge i'm sure there were collection challenges there
2: didn't they have like because we had one in seattle
1: so why would they have not had one you know you make a good point <laughs> ask uh ask mitch ask mitch to go scroll through i think he's the only I one will. we know who went
2: to germany i'll have to ask but at the same time I, I thought that maybe there were some global collection challenge stuff that we were able to do i don't it was uh, weird it was so. a weird sort of uh year just go fest season last year anyway uh so good what about three hundred thousand experience no that that didn't happen right. i have no excuse for that one that
1: one should have happened
2: uh, okay well you didn't really you didn't have an excuse for cosmog
1: research either you just didn't i know play. i gave my excuse for cosmog oh the they weren't good you. but i gave them
2: <laughs> i respect it uh not because i have to but because i'm choosing to all right uh for myself oh, one out of three congratulations good good on you by squeaking by that's good um all right so if my, for myself i wanted to finish the research and get the shadow rock for the rocket stuff i did do that that Ugh. one wasn't too bad to be honest with you this one was this one felt easier than previous ones um although you know the the part that always is kind of like a okay uh, about that research is fighting the three leaders and if you're not in a place where you're able to go and check multiple stops to find the one that you're missing because mm-hmm. like oh i still haven't found cliff and every three hours your balloon is arlo, arlo yeah <laughs> every time every uh, time yeah that's always a bummer this time the uh, planets aligned and i knocked it out very quick we'll um, circle
1: back to the the rocket stuff when you're done with this i have, I have okay. two comments to make so
2: sounds good uh and finished cosmog research i did finish both of them and collection challenges are knocked out no problem were your cosmog any good no okay none of them are any any good at okay. all just no. just making sure mm-hmm Shiny Fomantis, despite checking hundreds upon hundreds of Fomantis, I am shinyless. <laughs> it is, uh, it is a shame.
1: But here we are. I'll take that two out of three. That's still a W in my book. It's a shame I didn't set a shiny gold this week because I got two full-odd shinies this week. Yo, which ones, though? Uh, I got a snubble on the way home yesterday. Oh, whatever. And then <laughs> this one's full odds, but it's kind of cheating. I got another Sneasel. Okay. Last week, I don't know, Wednesday or something.
2: OK, you know what they need to do? They need to release the Hsuian Sneasel uh, shiny as well. It'd just be an eggs. So, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It would have been cool for it to hunt for it while it was in the wild. But I feel like they wouldn't we wouldn't want to give up that chase, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So comment. Yeah. Uh, Rocket. I have uh, I have learned. I learned almost immediately
1: after we record last week. But I've also had a couple people tell me now as well for Rocket Radar for Giovanni stacking, I should say. You can't go past the first step. Apparently, if you stay on step one and don't progress, when the next rocket comes out, you will get that one as well, and the next one. And you can stack as many as you want that way currently. But if you ever progress to step two, you have to finish it, or you won't get another one. Okay. So huh. what that what that, that means, uh, two things. One, I didn't get this research, obviously. Okay. And two, I need to finish the two that I currently have so that I get the current one. And then I'm never going to progress the current one until there's a boss actually worth doing. So I guess I'm getting to shadow Regirock.
2: See, the thing, though, with that is it, it sounds cool because you'd be like, all right, I've, I've accumulated 12 researches now and I can just use one whenever I want. But they take a hot minute. So you're going to have to really like.
1: So they do. Focus on it. But they all have basically the same tasks, more or less. They do. Every step, you know, you get them all the step three and you just have to fight the three leaders once each. And that's Mm -hmm. it. So it's not like it's actually that crazy. I'll probably do this, get the one for this season and hold on to it and then probably save for Shadow Kyogre. That probably Shadow Kyogre, but maybe Shadow Rayquaza. We'll see.
2: Oh, oh, Shadow Rayquaza. Yeah. Oh, man. I okay, love, I love um. Kyogre. Uh, okay,
1: and then number two, uh-huh. I don't have a solid answer, but I did do some research about how many Giovanni's you could have at the current moment because no one responded to my question. I did see somebody with a screenshot of twenty. Okay, well, so I know that is a possible possibility because I saw a comment on Reddit, people talking about it over a year ago, and they were at <laughs> sixteen.
2: Oh, okay. So I'm at 17, I think now with this one. So I I missed three must have been when I was like sitting on one of the researches half done like you were just describing. So maybe, but also
1: go fests have given super rocket radars as a reward in the past. Oh. I don't know if every single one has, but we have gotten that as a reward for s- certain moments. So there might have been something
2: that's right, maybe in Germany, for example, that you didn't get to have possible but the person that i saw the screenshot of there's no they didn't go to any of them so yeah so mm, i'm gonna need to have a conversation someone
1: (laughs) someone in our community has got to have every rocket i'm i'm telling you someone you're you're listening i I know it
2: let me know make yourself known (laughs) come out coward we want to celebrate you (laughs) and that's all i have to say about uh team go rocket right now okay wow nice concise usually there's about 45 minutes in the itinerary for just bashing on the team go rocket feature in this show um but no this week nice and concise (laughs) all right well we have plenty of other things to harp about so uh, you know i don't want to i don't want to hold us back from all the goodness that's (laughs) about to happen so let's just hop right into the news Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay, before we actually talk about news, let's talk about some some current events. Maybe just one in particular. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Pokemon Go Twitter is is on fire currently. Like as we speak, I can feel the heat coming from my phone. So there was a quote unquote update where um, that that was happening. Where if you got the most recent version of the game that's currently live right now, then the next update isn't live. I don't think yet. Um, it would basically increase the radius at which Pokemon around you could be seen to uh, an ex- like double the distance essentially it's usually 40 meters so that would mean probably 80. I think those are the numbers I don't remember yeah and like yeah I think I think those are data mines so take that with a grain of salt you know <laughs> yeah we don't actually know we can just we could just see it really yeah yeah and so um, a couple of content creators saw the saw the chit chat and wanted to confirm with Niantic. Uh, if this was an intended change or not. And they were told that, yes, yes, it was, after that person had checked. Uh, we'll come to find out today that that was incorrect information. No fault of the person that was told, apparently. Um, they were just given bad information somewhere else. So, hey, that's that's a bummer. that this That this kind of celebrated thing over the last 48 hours of an increased spawn distance making people really excited about going out, walking around and exploring and stuff like that, that no, sorry, we know you love this, but it's actually a bug and we're going to revert it. And there's like nothing else that you can do about it essentially it's a bug we're just reverting it and so this did two things first of all people got really upset online with content creators that shared the confirmation no fault of their own no fault of the messenger i'm sure that they got the message from too because somewhere along the line somebody misunderstood or um thought they knew something that they didn't right and that mistakes just happened so to those people chill out does stink but it's not the person you're yelling at it's not their fault um and the second thing it did was make all of us collectively raise our eyebrows and go really <laughs> really like we were all thrilled we were all really happy gangbusters about yeah. this and and honestly they could have just left it in feel like oh you know it's a bug you know what hey you you guys hold on to it for a couple of weeks and we're gonna study how this works or something like that like none of that just like now nah, we're gonna get rid of it that wasn't intended uh sorry you guys were having fun you know no i'm i'm making this sound a lot worse than it is but that's pretty much it people it's just is not a good sentiment right now because we we just got off the you know the back side of these really harsh, severe changes in the interest of rebalancing the game economy and how gameplay works and things like that. And and it's little things like this become a much bigger problem because people are very, very desperately looking for positive things to celebrate so that they can feel good about playing Pokemon go. Right. And so even if this is a tiny little thing and no big deal in the grand scheme of things, Within its context, this is, this feels really awful. <laughs> really, really bad.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Kyle, what do you think? What was your experience with this?
1: I mean, I missed the whole thing. It's like it happened and it was <laughs> gone, basically, yeah. before I even saw the confirmation. So, it, it just looks bad overall. And also, like, increased distance for viewing Pokemon is such a good change. <laughs> yeah yes it is and like so it was very clearly not intentional because go pluses were not detecting pokemon in that increased range right so like that's a big red flag like hey this is not actually a thing but that would have been a great compromise in game you can see farther but with your peripheral it can only catch near you that's such a a positive change to encourage people to go out And look at their phone and play instead of not, because not looking at your phone is most of the time the best way to play when you're like playing hardcore, at least.
2: Yeah, and I I definitely agree there. And I I think that us having the phone open and looking at it would actually be more to Niantic's benefit than not, right? I mean, until the plus plus comes out, right? And then we'll probably see a lot of people talking about how they play Pokemon Go on auto now you
1: know we'll see we have i don't think the plus plus is going to change very much except now you can finally use up all the great balls you have sitting around but we'll yeah, have to see
2: that still requires you to do some input too though so that'll be more to your point unless less to mine yeah i just so.
1: it's really bad communication it is very bad which communication is, it's not good it especially because <laughs> Niantic usually doesn't communicate it. That's right. the part that really kicks right. it for me is they usually don't say anything. And the one time it would have been beneficial to not say anything and just <laughs> quietly change it back. And everyone would have, would have just assumed it was a bug and still been upset. They would have still been upset. They would yeah. be wrong, but it wouldn't have been less so.
2: I agree. It's yeah. just so funny to me. 100%, man. I just... Just a big old bummer. But honestly, at the end of the day, though, the moral of the story is stop yelling at people on Twitter because they just receive bad information. Yeah. Um, and
1: Also, they have, <laughs> none of them have any control over it. Yeah. The people who told the content creators, the content creators, the people who told the people to tell the content creators, none of them have control over any of this. It's still a problem at Niantic. You can still be upset at Niantic over it. But none of the people involved actually can do anything.
2: No, you know, honestly, I think maybe uh, we should have, we should have specified and clarified to Niantic when we were all asking for more communication, we meant good communication. Oh, geez. Anyway. I mean, so, so
1: one thing, Mm -hmm. maybe this is a very, very big, maybe they can see that changes like this actually emit a positive response from the player base. These are the types of changes that counteract the negativity of remote raid pass changes. Because we're not getting those back. You need to make the game enticing in other ways. Yeah. More spawns means more Pokeballs. More Pokeballs means more spinning stops. It means people are out walking more. It means they're going to see more raids. All that kind of stuff.
2: Some people are buying Pokeballs in the shop.
1: Yes. I guarantee you actually a large amount are. We just don't know about them. But
2: they're doing it you know a couple of people i I yes just one person unfortunately you all know one everybody knows one (laughs) everybody knows at least one (laughs) you know i agree i I hope that that this does paint a picture but uh you know in the past that the same sort of stuff where it should have very clearly demonstrated that something would have been a good idea uh has not manifest in the game so who knows yeah yeah this is true very true I'm willing to join you for, uh, some positivity there as rare as it might be. So, okay. So that stinks, but, but we do have, uh, some exciting news, uh, and some, some kind of weird news. Let's get the exciting news out of the way. First, it's a brand new event. And it's starting, uh, in two days on the 29th, the dark flames event Trainers, Roaring Flames to your left, an endless tunnel of darkness to your right between Fire or Dark-type Pokemon. Which will you challenge? Will you fan the fire or will the darkness consume you? Choose your fate during Pokemon (laughs) Go's new event, Dark Flames. Fire-type and Dark-type Pokemon will appear more frequently in the wild and in raids. Plus, the Fire and Dragon-type Pokemon Turtonator, the Blast Turtle Pokemon, will make its Pokemon Go debut in raids. You might even encounter a shiny one if you are lucky. It's always good to see new Pokemon come out released with the shiny right away. I do like that. Yep. Yeah, raid exclusive is a
1: it's, it's it's a thing. So
2: yeah, it is what it is. Actually, I don't think it is a raid exclusive in its entirety for this one. Are you it, sure? It is also in um, field research task encounters. Okay, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. that, that's okay then. But largely raid gated. I mean, that's fine it, though, it's, it's not hard. as bad as Drautagon, so that's right, that's right. Who has a permanent residence in three star raids, it seems like. Um, all right, so also emerging from the darkness is the ghost and dark type Pokemon Mega Sableye, the darkness Pokemon making its Pokemon Go debut in Mega Raids. Good luck, trainers. Sweet, so when is this again? Thursday, June 29th, starting at 10 a.m. local time to Sunday, July 2nd at 8 p.m. local time. So pretty much just for the weekend. Uh, Pokemon debut. Turtonator, the Blast Turtle Pokemon, will make its Pokemon Go debut in Raids. It can be shiny. Mega Sableye will make its Pokemon Go debut in Mega Raids. It can also be shiny, so that's cool. Wild encounters for this event include Vulpix, Houndower, Poochiana, Galarian Zigzagoon, Carvana, Nummel, Stunky, Litwick, Litin, Hound, Doom, Sableye. Nice little... Nice little pool. Lots of good shiny hunting in this pool. Yeah, stunky shiny's still not out yet, right? I think it can be shiny, um, but I'm not entirely sure. Do you have something up that you is that are you baiting me into a, a question of something you <laughs> no, know? I but don't I may know? have
1: looked it up after the fact.
2: Okay, all right. Uh, uh, the answer
1: is the answer is no. So I'm glad <laughs> okay. that I wasn't crazy. Go stunky ahead. cannot be shiny. Uh, that and Litten are the only ones on this list that can't be shiny. So oh,
2: I'm so, I'm so ready for a shiny Litten dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good. good one. Okay. Well, let's talk about some raids for this event too. And one stars so are going to be seeing Sneasel, Darumaka, Scraggy, and Dino. Not too exciting. Honestly, uh, Darumaka, maybe, but who's raiding Dino? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, I guess we I mean, missed
2: the, the community day. It's I mean, it's kinda fine. Rare.
1: It's, it's okay that a pseudo is in a one star raid for the people who want better chances of IVs for them. True, true. Especially that. if you're using your like free pass because you don't want to do something else. Yeah. Especially given the three star middle pool there that we're going to get to in a second.
2: <laughs> let's just let's just do it then. Three star raids will feature Alolan Marowak, Flareon, Umbreon, <laughs> and Turtinator. I mean, fire and dark type. What are you going to do? That's true. Ola Marowak is great. Turtonator, yeah. of course, you know, yeah. but I mean I love Olamarowak. Don't get me wrong. That's great. Mm-hmm. But if
1: my choice is between a one-star Dino or a three-star Flareon, and I had to do a raid, I would probably do the Dino.
2: Oh, sure. I'll tell you what though, I mean, I would talk a little bit of smack about not doing Flareon or Umbreon raids, but at the same time, when I was working through my Cosmog research, and I still needed more psychic types, and I had caught every Soul Rock in the Tri-County area, I uh, would settle for an Espeon raid. I did several of them. Yeah, but that's because you had a reason. If you if you had a choice
1: between two different things, Espeon's still yeah. probably lower yeah. on that list.
2: I'm What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that there is a big research thing with this event. I might be in a similar situation where I'm just like, I can't believe I'm raiding a Flareon right now. Look at me. Wow. <laughs> you know, turn to Paul Red. Look at us. Better than a Granville. <laughs> You know, debatable. Um, yeah, I think just because on, on principle, I think everything is better than a gramble. But yeah, good question. So, such an astute question. Uh, five-star raids, Heatran, but it's exciting. Heatran encountered in raids will know the charged attack, Magma Storm. Trainer battles, it does 65 power, and in gyms and raids, it does 75 power. I have no clue if this is good or bad for Heatran. I'm going to assume good. I th- I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think
1: the assumption is it's gonna be the same as Brutal Strike. I think that's what the numbers brutal potentially swing. line up with. Brutal Swing, I'm sorry. Okay. And I think that's what the numbers line up with. In which case, Heatran could actually become like
2: very good as a fire type attacker. That would be good. It needs it needs some identity. It, w- so. it would actually be good. hmm
1: Better than Entei, I believe, is what simulations oh, I saw. Don't take
2: were. it away from our, our legendary but, beast boy, though. But Still not as good
1: as Reshiram. so.
2: We love to see it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Rush Ram just still at the top. The king. Mega Raids will feature Mega Sableye. No surprises there other than the initial surprise, of course. Uh, event bonuses. Some interesting bonuses in here. Additional 25% experience for completing raids. Three additional candy for completing raids. Trainers level 31 and up uh, will... Be Able to receive one additional candy XL for completing raids. Not a chance. It, that looks like it's guaranteed, so that's cool. Team Go Rocket Grunts using fire type and dark type Pokemon will appear more frequently at Pokestops and in balloons. In balloons. I don't, that sounded weird when I said it. Depending upon your timed research choice, which we'll get to in a second, you will receive one of the following bonuses. Either incense is more likely to attract fire type Pokemon, which excludes daily adventure incense, or It'll attract Dark-type Pokemon, again, excluding, dark, or excluding Daily Adventure Incense. Branching time to research, Dark Flames-themed research will be available throughout the event. Trainers will be able to choose between paths focused on Fire-type or Dark-type Pokemon, complete tasks uh, to earn a premium Battle Pass 15,000 experience, and encounters with event-themed Pokemon. Each path will also affect whether fire type or dark type Pokemon are attracted to incense. So yeah, you get to make that choice in the research itself. And uh, yeah, field research task encounters, dark flames themed field research tasks will be available. The following Pokemon will be available to encounter when you complete certain field research tasks. And that list includes Alola Meowth, Alolan Grimer, Alolan Marowak, Magmar, Sneasel, Litwick and Turtonator collection challenge a dark flames collection challenge is coming soon the type of collection challenge you get will depend on the timed research path you choose so that's cool i like seeing some of the interaction there personally so if you you know you choose mm-hmm. fire it's not going to have a bunch of dark types that you're just never gonna see uh that's good design i you know t- tip our collective hat to that one i guess complete the collection challenge by the end of the event to earn five thousand experience and 100 hound doom mega energy Yep. Yeah. All right. That's the entirety of the Dark Flames event. It is quite literally dark and flames, um, and that is both surprising and unsurprising at the same time. Kyle, this event seems like it's geared towards your tastes more than mine. <laughs> I know you know it's missing some some of that ghost flare for okay. sure. And there's uh, no eggs for you, so I know. Thank God. I for know. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you think? What are your takeaways? Can you give me like a highlight or something? I.
1: I mean, it's it's just a, a solid event. I don't really have any other criticisms. The bonuses are good. I like the extra candy XL from completing raids, specifically raids. So it doesn't have to be a five star raid. So if you want mega dino candy, that's another opportunity. For example, mega dino a candy XL for dino. So that's really cool. Uh, I love Sableye. Mega Sableye is trash, but It's my trash, so there's that.
2: (laughs) All right. Yep. (laughs) It's it's got a good ability in the main series games, right? Yeah, the main series games it had use, but
1: like even then, there was only like five or six megas that were really used because they gave megas to pseudo legendaries. Like, why did they do that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh I mean we're we're gonna be talking about Mega Tyranitar in a little bit here too. So Yeah, exactly. so
1: <laughs> um maybe if they ever let Megas do Great League more consistently, Mega Sableye might have a use there. Cause it's just Sableye but with like fifty more defense. Mm-hmm. So it's really good in that regard.
2: Not likely to happen, though. I like the design of Mega Sableye a whole lot. Yeah. It's very cute. Stands yeah. like behind a big a big gem it. Like that you. it
1: ripped off its back yes it's missing from the gem in its back
2: mm-hmm great but it's real big kind of weird yeah. man mega evolutions are always so violent yep oh poor aerodactyl.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh I'm glad that Turtonator is available in field research tasks that's a positive for me it's gonna be probably more rare than the gibble grunts are currently sure. And gibble grunts, I think statistically right now, are less than 1% chance.
2: Oh my gosh, really?
1: Yeah, I think the last sample size put it at
2: 0.3%. Oh my word. Yeah, I didn't look into it. I thought I was just getting very unlucky. Also, I wasn't looking very, very hard. But oh, that's actually kind of, it. feels bad.
1: Yeah, It can only be a female grunt too, so it's like it's easy to
2: kind of keep a lookout as well. Oh, the dragon type one or the, um, the, uh, I, gosh, what's the, they have certain catchphrase that tells you what they are. I don't remember the
1: dragon type catchphrase. So the I dragon
2: can't type know. one is like very generic. It's yeah, like, it's I'm going to gonna, something but, ferocious or what I don't remember,
1: but so this is a positive. If is accessible, if it's like a 1% chance, very few people are going to get it. You're going to have to do your rate anyways. But mm-hmm.
2: it is interesting that they are. Uh, releasing a new Pokemon, giving it its shiny, and also a Mega Sableye release, a new Mega, all in the same event. Those are three vectors that they could have built other events off of.
1: I Yes, but I think it's more interesting the next bit that we have and what's coming out there. Mm -hmm. I think Mega Sableye was destined to be like this because it's not significant enough it also is not popular enough to carry it by itself but uh-huh.
2: it's mobile will we'll likely suffer a similar fate absolutely yeah for the same reason too uh, no abilities and therefore yeah. underwhelming i think metachamp suffered the same fate too it's just like yeah
1: here it's just just mega metachamp It's just out
2: yeah that's so. true i like that mega design though too that's good yeah <laughs> okay cool so uh we're going to move on to the next piece of news here which is the july content update uh, and uh, there are some things to say about this month for sure. Um, this is in the form of an infographic again. That's how it was shared. It's not in a nice organized blog post. So we will move through topic to topic as the infographic has them laid out. So first thing top left, let's talk about mega raids. Well, we already know we're getting mega sable. I started the 29th and that'll be through the 6th. It will then be replaced with mega blastoys through the 13th of July. And then that will be replaced by Mega Blaziken through the 25th of July, and then finally, the King Mega Tyranitar, will be available in Mega Raids from July 25th through August 4th. Big, big deal. It's pro. It's you know arguably the biggest deal for this entire month.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, well, I don't know. You could probably make a couple of a couple of arguments for some of these events. Uh, but we'll get to those okay, later. Fair enough, fair yeah, enough. but Mega Tyranitar, hold on to your hats. This is going to change the landscape of well, at least one type. <laughs> so Kyle already went through it last week, uh, so you should already know why this is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's talk about a less exciting pool. Five star rates. Uh, again, you already know for July 29th, or sorry, June 29th through the sixth, we're going to be seeing Heatran. With that Magma Storm move. Then Heatran is replaced with Articuno through the 13th. Zapdos then comes in. Um, Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I am incorrect. Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. All three of them will be in five-star raids at the same time from the 6th to the 13th. Oh, uh, boy. We're back uh, at it again. A week of three rotating raids. That's good. I hate it. (laughs) Well, what's after that? You might have more opinions about because (laughs) once the once the birds are out, what's replacing it is Reggie Alecki from July 13th through July 25th. And yes, this is five star rates, not elite. And if you're like, well, what's a Reggie Lucky? Because you've never done an Elite Raid. Reggie Lucky and uh, the next one that's going to replace it from the 25th through August 4th, Reggie Drago, they're coming right after each other. It's ridiculous. Um, Those were in Elite Raids for a while. So now, now is your chance in five star raids to go and get them if you had issues getting people together for an Elite Raid, if you had some of those bugs in one of those other days, or you just could not find the time on those weekends. Now you'll have much more of an opportunity. So that is cool. Kyle, what's not cool? (laughs) Well, okay. So aside from the fact that they're
1: not good, because we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. shortly. We just had them in elite rates. Like it wasn't even that long ago. What was the point of doing them in elite rates? Usually the FOMO is more like a year backlog or something in go. What this says to me is Elite Raids failed really badly, mm. and they're trying again with Shadow Raids.
2: Oh. That, that's a good take. That's a really good take. You know what? I think I'm just going to go ahead and agree with you on that one. <laughs> that, that feels right. And, and I think Shadows are more... I mean, despite the complaints we had about them and, like, you know, the five stars only being on the weekends and stuff like that, that system is still better than Elite rates, like, yes. by far. But now I'm going to point this out
1: because it's the perfect timing. There's no talk about Shadow rates in this update. Oh, that's right. That means we still have Articuno. If it's still happening on the weekends, I'm going to assume it is because it's just safe to assume. Yeah, I think... Wasn't, wasn't that listed in the season update? Yes, but I was hoping that it would change. Mm, okay. One shadow per season is horrendous. Like, it's <laughs> beyond awful. That means that we have two years of Kanto and Johto shadows at that rate.
2: Well, you also have to consider the surface area of, you know, exposure for opportunity to do these raids. It's only on the weekends. So it makes sense for it to be over a longer period of time. No,
1: it... it eight opportunities, 8 days out of a 30-day month. That's a lot of opportunities to do one. If you want to do more, you're you're already committed to go and you're going to decide or not. That's just kind of what go does. You either plan your day around it or you don't. Yeah. And if you don't, that's okay. Like I, you know, I don't.
2: No, it's not.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, it's not go, okay. you go. T- you go tell Steve that.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd be like I want my half my day back. No. Uh-huh. But so f- Three months of Articuno,
1: and then three months of Zapdos, and then three months of Moltres? Yeah, man. Come 2024, we might see Suicune. Maybe. No, nah, man. They're going to bring us to Regis first, dude. <laughs> it's Save just, the it's beast. Bad. Save it's the bad. It's bad, in my opinion. There's too many legendaries to be messing around with such a
2: slow cycle. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I mean, I feel I feel differently about it. I'm I'm like okay with them trickling this. For some reason it feels okay. Or maybe it just feels better I mean, to me than other stuff. And that's why I'm like, what is this new feeling? Does this mean it's okay? Maybe it's still not okay. It just feels better. <laughs> I think once per
1: season is as a rate is too slow for literally everything except the acquisition of a master ball. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just it's too slow for one Giovanni. It's too slow for one uh shadow legendary uh i can't think of anything else that happens on a seasonal rate at the moment but
2: research breakthrough rotation
1: yeah that's that's fair
2: that (laughs) is a
1: little bit better because we do get shakeups for event specific research but yeah but not not research breakthrough Though. Oh yeah, you oh yes,
2: from the weekly yeah no, those are just always bad though, so it doesn't matter. But- they are bad. They are bad, and I'm I can tell you that they are because I was reminded of them because they're next on in this infographic, and oh, if you forgot God. what the, okay. what it was, okay. dear listener, move, move it is on. a pool of six Pokemon, one of which cannot be shiny yet until Go Fest. Sableye, Beldum, Audino, Furfru, Noibat, and the non-shiny Goomy. Yep, yeah. we have that through September first at 1 p.m. PDT. So do you think that in next season, we're going to get another pool of Research Breakthrough Pokemon or, or not? Like, is this just what they're doing now? Uh, well, so we
1: got a new pool for this season, but it wasn't that much different than last season. That's, that is true. They're, yeah. they're 100% going to remove Gumi
2: next season. No question. You think so? Yeah, totally. Okay, so why why do you think that? I think it being shiny would make it more likely to stay. You think they're going to put another tease in there? Maybe. I think it being shiny means it's like they want
1: people to keep chasing Gumi for the next year. Mm-hmm. And the less opportunities you can get for free, the better.
2: That's a fair argument.
1: We've yeah. had Gumi in research breakthroughs for what? Eight months? Probably. Yeah,
2: something like that, I think.
1: Nine months, I should say. So... When it's not shiny, it's just, it's too fitting that when it is shiny and it's actually worth the chase, it'd be gone.
2: Yeah. Okay. You know, you, you're making some really good points today. Um, yeah. and normally I have some counterpoints, but I think you might be right again. That,
1: that's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, b- bright note, positive note. Maybe, maybe it's the perfect time to put Jangmo in there. <gasps> oh yeah. I feel like Jangmo has just gotten completely forgotten. It's in those 10K eggs and you just like forget about it.
2: Jangmoa will probably be um, a focus just like Gumi was though too. And Dino and Gibble. Yeah, I'm just saying like now's the time where you stop pushing
1: Gumi in this way and make people go do the the raids for them or something like that. Yeah,
2: I think that would be good. Yeah, I think that is even just – it would be a win-win scenario. I'd like to be able to – Uh, target Gumi in like one star raids or whatever and have a jangmo that'd be awesome hey niantic if you're listening kyle's right (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, let's talk about raid hours really quick on july 5th from 6 p.m to 7 p.m local time heatran will be in raids on the 12th you'll see articuno zapdos and moltres all together on Regieleki, on, on Regieleki, on July 19th, you'll see Regieleki for Raid Hour. And on July 26th, you'll see Drago. So not only are these two uh, previously elite Pokemon uh, available to the common folk now, everybody, congratulations all, we, we, we did it. Um, it, it They'll have an entire Raid Hour. So that's good. If you're looking for them, that's good. Although Kyle, I think, is going to have an argument as to why maybe you shouldn't be looking for him it's too hard in a little bit here. <laughs> uh, but between us and there is two more little things here. Spotlight hours, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time on July 4th will be Rufflet featuring two times Stardust for catching Pokemon. That's exciting for me. I love Rufflet. Whalmer, on July 11th, two times experience for catching Pokemon. July 18th will feature Rhyhorn, and that'll be two times candy for catching Pokemon. On July 25th, you'll see the one, the only, the Young Goose, two times candy for transferring Pokemon. That's the transfer one. Mark your calendar, everybody. Yes, this means you. Um, Okay. (laughs) Worth noting, there's no evolution hour this month. There is no evolution hour this month. kind of a bummer, but you know. Depends on who you're asking.
0: Yeah,
1: but we have you should have dropped the two times candy for catching and do the experience instead yeah probably
2: yeah that's fair enough i don't know about rye candy though
1: that's I not mean, bad no but we're also doing the whole tyranitar thing right now so like yeah that is very very true. it's it's good it is good it's
2: gonna be obsolete uh yeah that's on the 18th and so seven seven days later Megatyrantar comes out just, yeah <laughs> just stay home <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: not like it completely invalidates Riperior, of course but Riperior, right and tyranitar both need a community they move so i guess you know
2: yeah yeah so if, i guess if you're really hurting if you're really really hurting for a rock type dps maybe that does uh appeal to you but man yeah just wait for Megatyrantar. all right so we got some events Uh, There is a Goal Battle Weekend, July 1st through July 2nd from 12 a.m. to 11 p.m. local time. That's the one featuring Clay. I think we've talked about this in the past. The 7th Anniversary Party event, July 6th through July 12th. Classic Community Day, or Community Day Classic, rather, how it's written. That's going to be Squirtle. Yes, sunglasses will be available. July 9th, an event called Catching Some Zs july 15th through july 16th and this happens to coincide with the release of the pokemon go plus plus and so we can we can theorize uh that sleep will also be coming out at that time probably maybe sleep still doesn't
1: have a release date though
2: it It doesn't no no it doesn't so i'm i'm hoping that they'll just like drop it just be like here you go go to sleep go to sleep yeah Uh, hey this mystery event what could it be kyle riolu hatch day on july 22nd i i don't know it's maybe we'll get some executes i don't know (laughs) i think we're gonna have to raid magmar on that day is what i'm thinking what's gonna happen yeah uh and whoa okay so well, Community Day is July 30th. That's cool. We, I think we already had that date. We don't know what Pokemon it is yet, but I think we had the date. July 30th is Community Day. But hold the phone. July 27th through August 2nd is Adventure Week. Adventure Week is historically one of the better events we have every single year, like Water Festival is too. Um, I'm excited. I always love Adventure Week. It's always a good time. I hope they don't prove me wrong this year for being excited about it. Uh, you- but rock type tyrant tyrant and amora shiny i'm hoping so really that would be ideal yeah well all the rest of them are already out so yeah yeah that would make a lot of sense yeah i'm hoping beyond hope that that's right that would be so cool um so yeah, that's July. So Kyle, aside from the <laughs> the words to be said about the raids, uh, Reggie Lucky, Reggie Drago in particular, what are you looking forward to this month the most besides Mega Tyrannitar? <laughs> are,
1: are we due for a starter community day? I this, think. Right. So I yeah. feel like we're due. Mm-hmm. In which case, I'm kind of excited for that, even not knowing. I refuse to be excited for Riolu. Oh, uh, patch day. Refuse. OK, uh, I'll I'll say why in a second. So uh, definitely adventure week, because if it has shiny Tyra and Amora, that's huge. I, I love Tyron. Tyron is great. Yeah, Tyron. There's really- a awesome. if there's a research day nestled in there like they did for shield on and Kranados at some point. Oh, man. Now, I mean, that that's not going to happen, but that would be really great. It was really successful last year. Yeah, but I don't think it wasn't inside of an adventure. wink. it was its own standalone thing. So, yeah, that is true. Uh, That's it. Real Hatch day? No, not going to be excited for a low chance to catch a shiny. No matter how many eggs they give me, you could make stops, only give two K eggs and quarter hatch distance. I'm not going to burn incubators for that. I am. I know you will. And I'm I know very a, lot, excited. a lot of people will and a lot of people are going to get burned for it. But so I, again, I had I had a I had a thought. We talked okay. about this last week when we talked about GoFest spawns because Lucario is in the spawn pool
2: for uh several Fol- the, the volcanic the, whatever. whatever or the winning no, 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 fields. Athletic field for us, and I think it's in another prehistoric pool, volcano man. or something,
1: whatever. I don't think
2: um we're getting mega Lucario before
1: GoFest. There's you think so? It why would they release Lucario as shiny? without doing that like mega lucario would Mm
2: -hmm. make them do that that is right okay that's fair enough because yeah we haven't gone it hasn't gotten a tour yet right so huh yeah it would have to be because it would have a shiny chance in mega raids you know what what's with you today you're on fire man you're making really good observations good points my goodness i need to up my game this week but okay no my my exciting thing i'm looking forward to is a it's a couple of events catching some z's mostly because that means the new plus pluses are coming out and i can't wait to get my hands on it um and then riolu hatch day because it's going to be for three hours 2 p.m to 5 p.m local time should just hatch a bunch of eggs. And I love hatching events that are short periods of time so that I'm not constantly thinking about, Oh, I should be out walking around my neighborhood. No, let me just do it for three hours, maximize it and then pass out at five 30. Cause I'm very tired. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's the July community or sorry, July content update. And that brings us to the end of the news section. If you can believe it, which means that it's already time for gear up. All right, so this week on gear up, I'm going to talk about the
1: Reggie duo that's coming up. I'm going to preface what I'm saying here by I love the design of both of these Reggie's. Like they are far and away the best designed Reggie's that we have.
2: Doesn't Reggie Drago have some Megazord energy?
1: Yeah, it, it does. Yes. It's just it's just, they're both so good. Yeah. Now on to the actual dialogue. Reggie Leckie. It's it's pure electrotype. Thundershock and zap cannons, which you're gonna want. 14.7 DPS, 293.9 TDO. That's really low. So let's compare to some of the top non shadow options that you currently have. Zirkatry, 19.9 DPS and 460 TDO. It's a lot. Yeah. Zekrom, 18 DPS, 620 TDO.
2: More than still, double TDO,
1: still 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 a lot. Um, and then a slightly more affordable option if we don't want to talk about raids and legendaries because it's it's nice to have comparisons. Electivire, sixteen point seven DPS, four hundred and five TDO. Nice. Reggie is just bad. It's it's very bad. It's even comparable to Zeb Striker in terms Ugh. of performance. Ugh. Never thought I'd actually have to say those. Words when describing another Pokemon, but there you go. Yeah, and it's worse than Jolteon.
2: You know that's more of a surprising statement to me than the, the, the Zebstrika one. Yeah,
1: I mean the the evolutions are known budget options for all the types. Yeah, except Umbreon. I think Umbreon is just a bad Dark type.
2: It's but f- I think Flareon it was also
1: quickly outclassed. Yeah, I mean Flareon's bad, but like if you didn't have anything except EVs to evolve, you'd you'd be okay with Flareon, Sure. Of, you know, sure. So, but for a legendary, Razzleberry is really bad, and it's kind of funny because it absolutely shaped the Sword and Shield meta when it was when it came out. Yes, well, it well, did. No, it had. Uh, it has like 200 base speed. It's one of the fastest. It's the fastest Pokemon in the game. It has an ability that just makes Electric type moves do. 50% more damage.
2: Yeah. It's it supposed to be made out of pure electricity. Like, it's supposed yeah, to be just it's, like...
1: It's crazy broken. And, of course, yeah. it's not going to translate into go because there's no speed stat in go. And that's literally half of Regieleki's power. Yep. That's the shtick. <laughs> but see, now, here you go. Here's the... Here, we got to keep moving. Drago. Because if he thought Regieleki was bad, holy cow. <laughs> I think Drago might have one of the worst sets I've ever seen on the legendary Pokemon. Worst move sets, I mean. It has bite as its only fast move oh outrage
2: dragon pulse hyper beam that's it that's it yeah not having a dragon fast move is uh an inspired choice yeah yeah that's it (laughs)
1: that that's the segment that's gear up there's nothing else to say
2: (laughs) Yeah, don't be running your Reggie Drago in a raid uh, for, for Dragon-type DPS, or even Dark-type DPS, for that matter, I suppose. Gosh, it doesn't even have... Yeah, it, there's... No, man, there's no good set there. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. yeah it's Reg, it's Regi real like bad, and it's
1: funny because, like... I mean, Reggie Drago was actually bad in, the, in Sword and Shield as well, so yeah. it was that, but... Yeah.
2: All right. Well, like Kyle said, that's the segment. Uh, go out and catch them. And get those deck entries if you didn't. But other than that, I mean, unless you really, really love them, uh, maybe not worth the resources as of yet. Uh, maybe Reggie Drago will get some cool moves in the future, but I don't even think I think the stats just don't bear out if I remember correctly. So, yeah,
1: no, it, it's not likely I even if it could get a double dragon move, dragon is so competitive, it wouldn't even matter.
2: Yeah, very, very true. All right, well, that's the end of Gear Up. We're going to take a quick short break here. We'll be back with Pokalore. All right, welcome back. It's Pokalore. And this week, we're going to be covering the new, the brand new, the shiny available, Mr. Turtle himself, Turtonator, the blast turtle Pokemon. Turtonator is a bipedal turtle-like Pokemon with a spiny shell. Its skin is a muted green and only visible on its limbs, tail, head, and neck. On top of its head is an additional shell with many points around the brim. This extra shell has a black center, yellow in the middle, and a red outer rim. Its eyes have black markings around the bottom, and it has tubular, uh, totally tubular, yellow snout with a single large nostril. Turtonator has a wide mouth with a lower lip marked by a jagged yellow line extending uh, from its nose. On each side of Turtonator's long neck are two short triangular projections. Its front legs have mitten-like hands, while its hind feet have claw-like red growths around them. Most of its tail is also covered by red plating, which has fin-like protrusions. Or projections. I think you can probably say either of those in that case. The shell then encases its body has a red underside with a star-shaped yellow-rimmed hole in the center. The back of its shell has a yellow center with several spikes. Four large spikes with red bases form a star shape in the center with four smaller spikes around them. This Pokemon resides on volcanoes where it camouflages itself among the rocks and waits for prey. In addition to hunting, Turtonator also feeds on sulfur and other volcanic materials. This diet rich in explosive material has contributed to a layer of explosive material in its shell. This diet also makes Turtonator's feces dangerously explosive. (laughs) Okay. The feces can be put uh, to many different uses. In Pokemon Adventures, they can be used as makeshift landmines, exploding from a mere touch. When prey steps on its shell... It strikes itself with its own tail to cause an explosion. This sounds like <laughs> a monster hunter monster, dude. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. The explosion is ignited by sparks from the spikes on its shell and released through the hole on its chest. This orifice also acts as Turdinator's weak point. 100% monster hunter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> its explosive capabilities are dampened by the rain, however, so it takes refuge in caves on rainy days. It is also capable of spewing po- spewing poisonous gas and flames from its nostrils. <laughs>
1: there's the there's the line written by one designer's 5-year-old. Uh-huh. Right there.
2: Just Yep. <laughs> this
1: nice throwaway, it spews
2: Ooh, poisonous gas. It also sh- shoots out poisonous gas. Yeah. Tornator is the only known Pokémon capable of learning the move Shell Trap. Nice. Some stats for Tornator. Max CP at level forty is twenty two thirty three. At level fifty, it's twenty five thirteen. So not too high up there. One fifty five stamina, two fifteen defense, and one sixty five attack. That would explain the lower CP, but quite the tanky Pokemon. Best move set? I'm I'm not entirely sure about this. Um, but fire spin or ember the other option for a quick move was incinerate. So I think I think ember is better for energy generation and fire spins better for damage if you're trying to get a balance. I don't remember. but fire spin or ember is my guess and then you're gonna want to take flamethrower and dragon pulse because those are both stab. It is a fire and dragon type of Pokemon. So don't sleep on that dragon type in there. that's pretty cool. Uh, so Kyle, cool Pokemon right? I don't know. I, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? I have mixed
1: feelings about Turtonator. I just, the whole always looking over its shoulder is so weird. How do you
2: feel about Mawile, though? I mean, Mawile's kind of weird, too, <laughs> in that regard. It's true. It's true. It's just got like that anime protagonist pose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I. But like...
1: I don't know. I feel like Mawile still has like a design to its body and Terminator is all back. So it, it just feels weird. There's no front to it. Like there is a front, but there is no front. You know what well, I mean?
2: Well, it makes sense if the weak spots in the front that it would face it away. Yeah, I just.
1: I feel like it's a great idea that wasn't executed super well. I don't oh, love man. it, but I don't hate it.
2: OK, I think this Pokemon is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a cool design. I like it for all of its weirdness, but I still can't get over how much of a Monster Hunter monster this sounded like. Like I can yeah, see the, description the fight is very
1: much, Monster Hunter.
2: I can see the fight from the exploding feces to the smacking its shell for explosions to having it's a secondary cool move you wouldn't expect, like spewing poisonous gas. Like everything, everything see, about
1: where it. Where Monster Hunter crossover? went.
2: Yeah, honestly, this would be a good <laughs> candidate for for something there. Um, But that's it for Pokalore this week, which means we're already on to PokéPole. Last week's PokéPole was, what is the
1: one thing Niantic could add to Pokémon Go that would take it to the next level? Our first response from Triptando, and they said, I like, I will follow up on an idea mentioned during the podcast. It has to be an update to the in-game map. I think the inclusion rules for Go are very outdated. Other Niantic games have way more POIs than Go. I would love to see that reworked. It could come with the introduction of a new sort of POI besides stops and gyms, whatever it may be. Oh, and while we're at it, a gym rework, I guess. In the latest update that some do and some do not have by now, (laughs) the spawn range at which Pokemon can be seen and thus encountered, see attached image. The map visuals. Oh, yes. Yeah,
2: man. talking about that.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a very vocal conversation in our discord as well about that. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> good and bad times to be had. <laughs> the map visuals could use some freshening up as well. And I would like them to change the colors of it all during events. Not only during Halloween and Christmas. Next dark flame events. Give the map a red slash burnt look and make the Pokestops dark slash black. I think updating the map and the way we interact with it is the way to go.
2: Also comes closest to the core incentive of going outside to play. If Maybe. I might offer a slight adjustment to the suggestions from Triptando, making the stops black would make them look like Rocket Stops. So I don't think we can do that. I think red stops and a darker gray slash ashy color for the for the ground. Yeah, red Pokestops would be great. It would be great. Sick. We did the orange already. So
1: like, yeah, the orange looked really sharp. Big fan. Next response from Rotten Tanuki, and they said doesn't really fit Pokemon lore, but a clan system. It's a fairly tried and true mechanic in mobile game space. They could just use a standard non real time clan versus clan battle system where you set up defenders, then attack the opposing team could be fun and help build tighter communities.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah,
2: the teams are already there. We just don't really have a lot going on with that. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. And everyone's already made their own like clans outside the game just let us do it in the game obviously yeah. campfire is supposed to be that but it's not it's just not i guess that, that's it there was yeah, no like, else that sentence was going
2: you know i want like a, a shirt that i could wear that's got like our clan crest on it or something like it's not an i know but i, I wanted to be technically as but oh well
1: next response from nick bunce and they said imagine this gym leaders are members of niantic's pr team Beat them and win a rare item or a massive chunk of dustless experience that scales with the number of badges you get for that season. But how do you encounter gyms? There's two options here. Replace half of the rocket encounters with trainer battles. Beat six rocket trainers to get a chance to go up against the Niantic PR who loves rock types. Alternatively, just as we have rocket takeovers, we could have a league event that ups your chances of coming across the trainers you're looking for. Rocket balloons could also be replaced with league balloons to help mix things up. Given the importance of the league in the main series games, there's no way Niantic hasn't floated the idea. So it'd be interesting to know why they haven't implemented anything of the sort. Badges. How do we not have badges yet? Yeah, like we have we have collections, but yeah, like but those are called metals. Yeah. How do we not have badges and go
2: I think just because like it's like if we get started with this it's going to become everything, you know. And like I I don't know. What what do you what purpose do you think the badges would serve? Well, they could it could be a sort of meta progression within
1: a season. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know exactly what that meta progression would be tied into, but like this, the idea of being able to fight uh gym leaders, I the you know, I don't know Nick As the playful Niantic's PR team, but gym leaders, that's what you're looking at. It's something that's missing. Obviously, the trainers are supposed to be the gym leaders. We leave the Pokemon in the gyms. They fight for us, blah, blah, blah. I think that falls in line with a gym rework in that this is a great start to an idea. I, I fully support it. I like it a lot.
2: Yeah, I think that they need if they're going to do something like that, there should be some benefits to having like the same type of Pokemon in a gym. Like if they're all rock yeah. types, then they all get a 20 percent boost to health and damage or something, you know, like, yeah, that would be cool. And would like lend people to feeling a more of a sense of ownership or investment when you throw a Pokemon in a gym other than, oh, there's an open spot. I hope I get some coins before somebody replaces me. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. So our last spots is from nine thistles. And they said. I would personally like to
1: see the team leaders doing stuff in game. Maybe if a gym is your team's color, the team, the leaders stand just off to the side, like what the rocket grunts are doing now, and will give players research tasks or challenges. And if your team doesn't own the gym, the rival leader will issue a battle challenge when you click the battle button. I'm glad we got some research with them giving the dialogue. I just would like more of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Those are good start. I think those are good starts to ideas that could be fleshed out to something something good
2: i mean we've said it before both of us but uh, i wish that they would leverage their original characters more than they do and every once in a while we get it we had those cool team based events and you know talk to the team leaders and stuff like that but like you know we need we need another spark dab level event but you know we had the the
1: flash in the pan of teaming up with team go rocket at uh vegas with yeah, the, they yes. were on the screen and like helped you out. You know, they, they did your appraisals and stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that that's was really cool. cool. Leverage that. Like, obviously, that doesn't. That is not enough by itself, but it's a good step to working to make something better. For sure. Definitely. All right. So this week's poke poll is what is something in Pokemon Go that you were unaware of until someone pointed it out to you? bonus points if you have a fun story all right so chris and i have very similar ones so i'll let chris
2: say it because then i'll say a different one
0: in
1: that regard
2: okay so this is something that comes up every time we're hanging out with other people especially at live events but it's something that we call the compass trick i don't even know if there's a name for it or not but um on your on your overworld map there's a compass you know the red arrow points north right and people know that if you tap it twice you can tap it by the way if you tap it twice it will lock it north so that no matter what which way you're going it will always go north but if you only tap it once and you hold your phone out in front of you it will follow uh it will make your your trainer or yeah it'll make the camera follow whatever direction you are facing yeah so if you're trying to navigate in a space you're like okay i see this building in the overworld or this gym which direction is it you can tap the compass and then spin In a circle until you're facing the gym and then walk towards it. It's very helpful in ways you would not imagine.
1: Yeah, especially when you're in a place uh, like a city you don't know or Mm -hmm. aren't super familiar with. It's great. And nobody knows. (laughs) So few people know it's actually amazing. I love it. It's very funny. All right. So I have one. It's a little bit less significant but equally as useful. Uh, A variety of search strings. I'm not going to go into like crazy detail, but the one that really stands out is searching stats. Specifically, you can search whether they have one, two, or three bars in the stat. And those bars are, you know, zero to five, six to 10, and 11 to 15. And then I think if you search, there's another string to search for if it's only 15, but yeah, I don't remember all these off the top of my head, but I get reminded about them every once in a while and I'm like, oh, that's such good information. Why can't I retain that?
2: Yeah. There's a lot of stuff with search strings actually beyond that. There's a ton of them. Um, And every once in a while I'll see somebody's like, you know, made a master list of them and i go through them like, oh wow, what would I use this for? But then, you know. Yeah. And it's just (laughs) like a lot of people don't know about it. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, you know, a lot of people know about the basic ones that you can search for and an asterisk to show all of your hundos. But, what about when you want to search for everything that might be PVP oriented? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of search strings that do that generically versus you can generate a search string for like a specific Pokemon if you want. But that's a little bit extra. It requires third party tools.
2: Yeah. And there's a bunch of different like modifiers too, like using commas or using yeah. an ampersand will yield different results between two things that you're searching yeah. for.
1: And you can so. search for something as simple as Pokemon you
2: caught today, mm-hmm. Pokemon you caught yesterday.
1: Yeah, I think you can technically go back as far as you want, as long as you know what day you're looking for. But
2: yeah, yeah, I've done age zero through 100 before and just return a bunch of stuff.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that, those are great. I know this is not very helpful, but if that sounds appealing, definitely search up the info because you will find it better in a place that's not here and be able to process it better.
2: Yeah, just literally Google Pokemon Go search strings and you will find a mother load of information. Yeah. No way you won't. But, dear listener, if you have a fun uh, response to this week's Pokeball question, which is, again, what is something in Pokemon Go that you were unaware of until someone pointed it out to you? Bonus points for a fun story. You can call us via uh, a voicemail line to 262 586 7717. You can also uh, answer the question we posted on Twitter at podcast. If you are a uh, patron of ours, we have an entire Discord channel in our server dedicated to it if you are watching on youtube you can leave a comment as a response if you are listening on spotify but only on the mobile app you can answer the question in app uh and of course you could leave us a response the old-fashioned way by sending us uh, an email to mail echocastpodcast.com. and speaking of mail and voicemails kyle what what's going on now where are we at It's time for emails. And a couple of voicemails. Did it feel better this week? Last week, I really just hung you out to dry with that. I
1: was a little more (laughs) aware this week, I suppose.
2: (laughs) I I laughed my butt off when we were editing that. That was good. Uh, Okay, so we got two voicemails. This first one is from Crazy Cobra.
0: Hey, this is Crazy Cobra. And um, I just finished listening to your latest episode. And I had a few things to say. First of all, um, at the very end, you mentioned that you had two shadow research, and you were wondering how. Well, um, of course, like basically, oh, yeah, what I've yeah. seen is that if you have the research on the first stage, then other research can appear. But once you complete the first step of the research, then it prevents it until you complete it. So right. people have been stockpiling shadow research just by saving them on the first stage like that. Um And then the PokePole I wanted to answer was, um, I forget the wording, how could you take uh, Pokemon Go to the next level, basically? And I had a few notes. I thought a map update would be neat. Um, Anything to make the map more beautiful. Um, I thought trees would be a fun idea. And not like like dense trees, that would be annoying, but like just every once in a while there would be a happy little tree that would just appear. Barbara. (laughs) Add trees, add around the map. No trees would spawn on or right by a Pokestop, and Pokemon will not usually spawn underneath it. They could be like nerfed Pokestops, though. They wouldn't affect spawns, but occasionally they might even have an item on them. This could even solve some of the problems with people sending junk nominations just to try for a stop near their house. Like me. Pokemon (laughs) on map animations would also be a fun addition. So maybe we're... Uh, Pokemon would just jump or scratch a beer, something like that, just to bring more life into the game. Um, yeah, sorry for the really short email. Oh, yeah, that's the last thing I wanted to ask. Can you please explain the inside joke to me? Is there an inside joke? Is it all fake? Just explain it. Why should I be sorry for the long email? Uh, (laughs) Bye.
2: You know, I don't know if I have an answer for that question. It just This one just sort of happened to us, it, you know? It, so
1: Okay, so first off,
2: uh, map updates, I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, I want to talk about I, the trees thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the the trees thing is a good idea. Uh, it's a brilliant idea. Are you kidding me? That's so good. If to, there's no stops around, freshen it up. And then, yeah, there's berry trees in the Pokemon world. If there's nothing for miles in, in the Go landscape, just have an algorithm. Just generate a few of them so that trainers out there can get berries, you know, like. Yeah. But like, I mean, you could take it to another
1: level and generate environment based on the surroundings. You have the OSM data. We know that that's what they use. Yes. Make trees in a park. Make sand around water. Like, it doesn't matter if it's actually a retention pond. It doesn't matter to us. We're playing a game. <laughs> True. You know, you know, you can you can do so much with different environments to let people know what they're kind of playing around. That berry, that tree, berry tree, or whatever <laughs> that blew my mind. That was such a good yeah, idea. Right. You could wow. The idea triptando said more POIs. Trees could be a POI. Mm-hmm. Remove berries from Pokestops. stops, add trees, let people target that. You want you want pokeballs? go to poke stops. You want berries, go to trees. You want healing items, go to gyms. These types of
2: things, they almost write themselves. You're right. That that makes so much more sense when you lay it out as like a as like a system of classification, you know? Yeah.
1: Whenever people, whenever players are given more agency to do what they want, they are
2: happy. Yeah. It's just it's just how it works. That's why the branching special researches are always that much more popular. People yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, That's it
1: about the long email thing. Um, I mean, probably in episode like 60 or something, like a million years ago now, <laughs> someone actually did write in a long email. Like it was, it was a long email, and they, at the end they said sorry for the long email, and then we got a couple more long emails where people took the same thing, and then. Somebody it may have even been somebody close in our community it, said it, 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 it in might like a one sentence Evan email. Yeah. <laughs> they had like a one like sentence email and they're like, sorry for the long email. And that's all it took. That's and it, it was
2: very took. funny. And now <laughs> it it's <was>. every email. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. I'm I'm happy we've moved on from um the Kit Kat conversation. <laughs> this is a much better inside joke, but
1: yeah, first it was the it was the Kyle and Chris or Chris and Kyle, and then it was the Kit Kat conversation, mm-hmm. and now Sorry for the long email. Ah, jeez.
2: You know, I forgot to mention it up top, but this is what happens when a podcast has been going on for five years. Our anniversary is on July 1st, um, and it snuck up on us this year. We're planning on doing something. I will post to socials about that if you want to get involved. Uh, But, yeah, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's interesting to see the sort of like trends and things that have happened over over time uh but now you're in on the inside joke there crazy cobra so enjoy enjoy that information we have one more voicemail and this one's from hero ice
3: hey hey, hey chris and kyle it's hey, hey. hero ice 18 here part of the infamous two percenters of google podcast listeners <laughs> and i was just driving to work and i heard the pokeball of what do you think could happen to go to kind of push it over the edge and make it a new game or a better game? Probably is a better act bet. And one thing that I think could really push it over the edge is just to have more interactivity with the game. If you're at home or even on your walks, you're really just involved with tapping on Pokemon and catching them and then spinning a stop every now and then. I don't think very many people... Go on walks specifically, just the raid, so I don't really consider that as much of an interactive element of the game, but I think if you go out a couple of times, yeah, you see the new Pokemon, but outside of that, you aren't really doing much other than that, and sometimes it can feel a little stale, so one thing that I know, me and a couple of my other friends from other communities have talked about, is what if you're playing the game, and then you get a notification that a space-time distortion has appeared. And you can see it within walking distance. And if you walk over there, then for 10, 15 minutes, you have a bunch of, like, special spawns, kind of like what they did for Elite Raids, where you can see the Galarian birds, or just a lot of really cool Pokémon. And at the end of the space-time distortion, one really rare Pokémon would come up. I don't know. I think little moments like that that really get you going would be really interesting just more interaction I mean we also know that eventually they'll probably add breathing based off that artwork and that would be another reason to just interact more with Pokestops too so that's what I think I don't know, could be crazy I usually am but I hope you guys (laughs) have a good day and shiny vibes all All Alright, bye
2: Shiny Vibes All is another one, but that that one's from our, our very own Cook's Gravy.
1: Yeah, we have a, we have a an origin for that one, and yeah. you know, fish like, but
2: oh, fish like, oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, stop! Stop it! that made my stomach drop. I I didn't like that for like the longest time. It's it's funny now, but it was so frustrating for a while. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, I gotta say that space time distortion thing would be really cool. Now yeah. imagine this, right? Because that's kind of like a Hoopa thing, right? Like if you went to that, let's let's say the mythicals that we never really get to have, like Mew and Celebi and Jirachi and Hoopa, stuff like that, right? If they had um, random events that spawned like that one, so Hoopas would be like a space-time distortion, but Mews could be like, you know, a big pink mist in an area or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. And you go and you get those fun spawns and stuff like that, but there's a chance when you catch them that you also earn candy for that mythical, and it's really rare. But if you wanted more Mew candy instead of just pumping rare candy into it all the time, you can go get involved with like find one of those events and try your hand at getting some candy there. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, the,
1: I mean, the idea of the space-time distortion, it fits really well. And yeah. it will be prime for events in the future, I hope.
2: Yeah, that's a great idea. And um, I mean, we never got, you know, uh, say what you will about Wizards Unite, um, but there was one really cool functional thing in there um, for port keys. Uh, that used an AR thing where you would set it down, it would map a small space, and you could step through it, and then you were in an augmented area, doing some stuff. And I've been waiting for that to come to go in some capacity. And I thought Hoopa was going to be it, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, those that AR was, it was a little janky, but it was not yeah a good
1: concept. I don't think Pokemon players would like it too much
2: no i just wish that we would see them taking more risks with that sort of stuff because they have a lot of cool ar stuff i mean peridot yeah. is is pretty solid i like yeah. it the occlusion in that game is good counterpoint um, though go got ar plus
1: yes i think ar plus and the catching experience of ar plus is kind of the equivalent to the ar moments of port keys in wizards unite yeah, that's fair enough.
2: That is fair enough.
1: And yeah. people don't like it.
2: I mean, it's, it's what that's what you can. That's true. Most people turn it <laughs> off. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I very recently, like in the last like half a year, I know that sounds strange to say, but up until then, I didn't do this. I've turned AR off, so it's easier for me to feed my buddies. And I, oh, oh yeah, before I. I- I just never did that before. I thought it was kind of a, a why would I waste? It's not that big of a deal. And then when I started caring about buddies, it became a big deal. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. Is, oh yeah, I've, this. I've had buddies turned off. I had the AR turned off
1: since I made my Gengar's best buddy.
2: So mm. if
1: anyone's actually paying attention to the timeline of the show? However long ago that actually was. Wow. Well,
2: yeah, we need a lore master for this show. Yeah, That's what we need. Too. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very oh. much for the voicemails, Crazy Cobra and Hero Ice. We appreciate it. Uh, we've got a couple of voice i'm mean, sorry not voicemails emails here to go through as well and this first one is from mega blade hello GoCast. Megablade mega blade here i probably had the best pogo experience last weekend this is an old uh, older email that we hadn't gotten to yet this is talking about the shadow uh, shiny mewtwo raid weekend uh, as you know mewtwo is my favorite pokemon and so shadow shiny mewtwo was a must but the only in-person feature made me think i would never even get one done I ended up randomly downloading Campfire before going, and boy, did that help. We, me and my brother, went around to different raids until we found one at a good time, and we found a group of people who were all around level 50, and we went for a three-hour walk. Wow, that's one one heck of a walk i have never been with so many other players irl campfire is a great feature we did around eight raids and i caught two shinies that's really good return oh, my God. oh man oh my God. <laughs> the second one was on the last raid with a mewtwo amiibo in hand sorry for the long email shendo vibes all
1: <laughs> nice
2: oh wow uh, everybody's jealous of you now that's um, yeah very good tell shiny me about it. Raid goodness me yeah kyle and i neither of us got one and we did quite a few Uh, well congratulations and thank thank you for writing in (laughs) next email is from kelvin
1: and they said hey guys how's it going it's going okay it's going i've literally just had the best weekend of my life i'm I'm noticing a trend (laughs) i'm not sure how much you know about the tcg But the set Evolving Skies has been frustrating us for months. On Saturday, we opened seven packs of the set, and we finally pulled the big chase card known as (laughs) Moonbryon. It's an absolutely beautiful Umbreon alternate art. Two packs later, we also managed to pull an adorable alt-art Dragonite. And in the final pack, what did we pull? Another Moonbryon. My girlfriend and I screamed at all three pulls. However, our cats didn't share the same enthusiasm and decided to leave. Just for 20 minutes, not permanently. (laughs) They just like move out. (laughs) I've also attached pictures so you can hopefully share in my excitement. They're gorgeous. I've uh, Pokemon like full art Pokemon cards are just
2: gorgeous. They upped their game like a while ago. And I swear, and I know there are a couple of sets that aren't hits, right? But generally speaking, the trend has been upward for Pokemon card art. (laughs) I mean, I'm just I don't
1: think I've ever seen a full art Pokemon card that I thought looked bad. Yeah, I like some more than others, but they've all been very good. They're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. A little more to the email on the Pokemon Go side of things. I've started to get through the Jirachi research again after being stuck catching 10 Kecleon for nine weeks. (laughs) I completed the following step in three days to then find out I have to catch a further thousand Pokemon. (laughs) I'm not sure this research is made for resident average players such as myself. (laughs) <laughs> but Jirachi is one of the last shinies I need in my living shiny decks and Pokemon home. My goal for this week is to have this stage complete by Sunday. Wish me luck. Have a good one. Kel's Rings custard, resonant average player, soon to be Jirachi father. And according to matters least favorite listener, <laughs> I'm not sorry for the length, width, or height of this email. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs>
2: length, width, and height of this. Email. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. Um, that's that's a good that's a good uh, permutation of that joke. <laughs> I
1: I like how it's reaching. Um, I think it's the final step at that point, and being told catch a thousand Pokemon is the deal breaker and not the step that says have ten best buddies because mm-hmm. that's the step that's like oh this
2: is not for the average player. <laughs> no, unless you know you've been working at it casually, but yeah, focusing yeah, but like, on the, that.
1: I, oh my god, I gosh. guarantee you the average player. Of Pokemon Mm -hmm. has one best buddy. I bet you that is the. Yeah. I bet you the average is like 1.2 because of how many people have none.
2: If any. Yeah. I was about to say. Uh, Yeah. There's the people that we know that work on 20 of them at at the same (laughs) time time. every day and they never miss it. They have alarms set up and they don't use Poffins either. They manually Uh, excite them like, uh, I can't do that. I'm lucky uh, if I work on one every day, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but thank you very much, Kelvin, for the email. Those full arts are gorgeous. Hard, hard to argue with that. Um, our next email is from Dope Dude Eight Fifty Eight. Hey, Chris and Kyle, it's Dope Dude 858, second Eight. Second time email, medium time listener. I got hooked on your Primal Rumbling's episode. Nice. Uh, my answer to this week's poke well if you get to my email on time is that shadow raids are less oh we're getting close this was two weeks ago now <laughs> is that shadow raids are less fun because they are just not as streamlined as they should be if they had a notification where it tells you what moves are used and says like Chris use a purification brick then it would be worth doing also for a misspelled poke they should uh do oh for a missed poke poll not misspelled I'm just mis- <laughs> I'm misreading that's what's happening. Uh, they should do a Marvel crossover into Pokemon and the Pokemon could have cool hats. Like Caesar could have an Iron Man helmet. I'm already in love with this idea. Braviary could have a cap and uh, America's shield. Yep. Ah. And Pikachu could have a Thor costume. Oh my dude. God. Yeah. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Anyway, for uh, all these people who don't fight the power, I am not sorry for the long email. <laughs> Shiny vibes for all dope dude 858. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, the shiny vibes all and the, the non-apology. That's a great idea. That Marvel crossover definitely writes yeah, itself. It does. <laughs> it's good. I love it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it is, it is hard to argue when anybody ever says, hey, we need more clear communication in this game. And not just from Niantic, but from the game itself. Like using a purification brick instead of everybody wasting them potentially, if it's already going to be subdued or did mine go through or not, those questions could be cleared up by a simple text prompt.
1: Yeah. I, I think the primary difficulty there, and it's kind of sad is that raids don't work very well. Like yeah. you know, we're six years on from having raids in the game, but they don't work well. There's still phantom damage. Uh, you know, dodges are kind of shaky animations don't line up with the moves you're using and like the simplest way to solve this would be when a monster and rages put another health bar on it and when a brick gets Ooh. used it drops the problem is that requires the game to be you know accurate down to the you know the you know 10 milliseconds or whatever is the minimum lag people come to expect a hundred milliseconds, maybe.
2: I mean, even if, long that, time. even if it was like two or three seconds hang time, that's still better than nothing.
1: You yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah. that's, that's just the easiest way in my brain to let you know that it's working. Just let me know it's working. That's all I need. I don't care that it takes too much. I don't care that it works poorly. I mean, I do care about those things, but just let me know it works and we'll be less disappointed in the system.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of confirmation other than that's a good idea, yeah. Oh, it said it's subdued. Oh, I don't know oh, what done. we did. Did, did, I, did I do, I do it? Was it were me? those my
1: bricks that did it?
2: <laughs> did I waste
1: them? What happened? Oh, yeah. I don't know.
2: Jeez. I mean it doesn't let you use more than than you can, right? The, the option disappears when it's subdued, but still, like just not knowing if it was you or not, that would yeah. be worth its waiting gold All
1: right. Next email's from Walter and they said Hey hello, Chris and Kyle. Just got my shadow regirock and purified it. So close to a four star oh. answering the poke Bowl, I think the only way for Pogo to reach higher volumes of people is to add a feature other than PVP, which has many problems, but that goes against the goals as for ways to involve the player base more while walking around, maybe an update to the buddy system. Not only do you get rewards for walking buddies, but unlock certain mini games, only a thought. As for Kyle's question about the shadow researchers, it was my understanding that you could still get a new one if you don't go through the first page. I still have the research for Registeel and Regice, and I still got one for Regirock, which finally felt worth my time. Not sorry for the long email, and have a great week. Shiny luck all.
2: How did everybody know this but us? Right. Okay, thank you.
1: Because that was going my- to be my comment. How did everybody know? Why did we not know this? I'm never going to forget it now. It has been drilled into me.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, it, that's that's so funny. Like it, this is like it's ironically a good example of the the pokeball or the yeah the pokeball question this week too of like what is something you didn't know until somebody pointed it out. This is a good well, example. This is my answer, I guess. We uh-huh. just kind of
3: missed it, but yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> great well anyway walter thank you very much for the email and our last one is uh from and i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing your name chowry i have a question for you two which mon should i best buddy up with for context i'm level 42 i've been playing for a year and a half i have best buddy to shadow mewtwo regular mewtwo shiny shadow mewtwo i like mewtwo armored uh Mewtwo from Betrayed, a shiny 98% Max Primal Kyogre, a shiny Max Primal Groudon, Meloetta, Mew, Palkia, Lunala, and shiny Giratina O. I don't usually use budding for the Mega Energy, as I do enough raids to Mega once or twice, then use the free cooldown, and I'm currently debating what to choose. A mythical, a legendary, (laughs) Shiny Rayquaza for the trio, or wait for that to see if I can get a second chance in August. A regular shiny for the candy. Any suggestions would be appreciated. Thank you, Chowry. I'm going to say,
1: well, first question, how good is a shiny Rayquaza? Are we talking like an 80%? Is it like a two star? Did, it, did you have real bad luck? Because then maybe wait. <laughs> but if it's anything like halfway decent, I'd do shiny Rayquaza in preparation yeah. for a mega Rayquaza.
2: I would too. If you're not hung up on it having to be 100% like I am before you best buddy it, then yeah, go for the shiny. That That's cool. Especially you have the other two already ready to go. Complete yeah. this set and use that as motivation. That I think that's my answer too. Yep. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much for your email. And we are officially all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? Um, okay. So that's the end of the show. If you'd like to send us an email, you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. This uh, visit our website for all things gocast at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. If you'd like to help support the show, if you want to throw a dollar our way every month or something like that. Um, you can do so via Patreon. That's spelled P A T R E O N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast. And speaking of patrons, big shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons. Thank you to Bo, Daniel, Laurie, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Tish, Marvin, Mimmi, Sforza, Rassi, and Mimi. Sports aresuvian, Ryan, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Moners, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Calvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too, Camo, the Ugly Rock, Jacob, and Victoria. Thank you very much for all of your generous support and helping us keep the digital lights on. We appreciate you all very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to help support the show in another way um, that doesn't cost anything but a little bit of your time, please consider leaving us a review. It helps us out immensely in in ways that I really can't describe. Well, I guess I could discoverability, Um, (laughs) please. It would it would mean a lot to us. Um, So if you can on the platform you're listening on, please take a minute. Uh, okay, Kyle. Last thing we got to do is set some goals for this week slash weekend, and and then we're out of here. So, what are you thinking of accomplishing this week? All right, I want to get the the Turtonator for Century.
1: Okay, <laughs> uh, finish the Dark Flames research. I'm gonna I'm gonna do dark in case it wasn't obvious enough. I'll go the, fire just so, so that we can
2: have some uh, some journalistic coverage. <laughs> uh, mega Sableye.
1: I got to get that Mega Sableye. Finally have a use for my Honda Sableye. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Uh, And then 300,000 experience. Going to be better this week, I swear.
2: It's going to put you in spitting distance of leveling up soon, isn't it?
1: Yeah. uh, Like a
2: million left or something like
1: that? I don't think Squirtle or the last July Community Days experience, right? So gonna going to suffer, but I'm getting there. I'll be like a million
2: and a half short, something like that. You can uh, you can do it. I'm telling you. Just start focusing on some friendships now and then. I'm I'm trying
1: to. I've I've been slacking. Okay. I've been slacking
2: real bad the last like two weeks. No doubt about it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, for myself, I not only a Turtonator deck entry, but I won a shiny Turtonator. I am setting myself up to fail. I know this. Thank you. Uh, 50 eggs hatched. I will be at NAIC, so I imagine I will get plenty of walking in around that center even if it is supposed to rain in Ohio that entire weekend. Uh, So I'm hoping lots of egg hatching and the dark flames research. I want to complete the whole darn thing. So those are my goals. And thank you very much for listening dear listener. We will see you next week for episode 242. It will be our five year anniversary. We're going to probably do a special bonus episode instead of celebrating on an actual numbered show. Uh, So I think you can probably just expect business as usual next week. Uh, But yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for listening all the way through. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.